0: Dancing is one of the most common themes you find in popular music. Whether it's Whitney Houston wanting to dance with somebody, or Kenny Loggins cutting foot loose, only to kick off his Sunday shoes, dancing is an expression of energy, excitement, or joy. It releases energy and helps us cope with the moment. When we're under stress, we look for ways to release it. Often those ways are physical. The energy that stress often brings is worn away by physical activity. But sometimes it's not quite that easy, and we do the strangest things. I'm James Dykstra, and this is History.ICU, the history podcast where we look at those strange moments in history that you don't know about, but you really do want to. For example, witness the case of Frau Trofia, a woman of Strasbourg in 1518. On a July day, she emerged from her house and began dancing. Though there was no music playing, the movements of Mrs. Trofea were clearly not random, and there were recognizable dance moves. According to all accounts, she danced all day and into the night. Some storytellers say she collapsed into bed for a few hours and rose again, only to dance some more. Others insist that she danced all through the night. Whatever the case, it wasn't long before Frau Trophia's feet would have been bruised and bloody, and still she danced on. Trophia did this for close to a week, all by herself, and then was joined by other women, as many as three dozen initially. By August, close to 400 women had been overcome by this strange, inexplicable dancing mania. The women danced until they collapsed, and some didn't recover, having danced themselves to death. The causes of death seemed to have been stroke, heat stroke, or simple physical exhaustion. The local medical community had no explanation for the event, other than to say that the women had hot blood, which seemed to be a way of saying that they really had absolutely no idea. They recommended that the women dance the mania out of their systems, and the town set out to help, hiring professional dancers to help with the women. They recommended that the women dance the mania out of their systems, and the town set out to help them, hiring professional dancers to dance with the women, and even employing a band to give music to the strange, tuneless dance. It didn't end until September, when the town authorities took the dancers off to a mountaintop shrine to pray for divine absolution. It's not clear whether the women were still dancing while at this religious retreat, but removing the dancers from town seemed to have stopped this plague among the women of Strasbourg. So what caused this madness? There's differing explanations. Some blame rust, a mold that grows on rye and can cause hallucinations. Others have blamed the dancing on typhus or epilepsy though there may be something to these explanations, the fact that this wasn't an isolated incident makes it seem quite unlikely. What seems more likely is that these dances were a psychological answer to the stress of living through famine and disease, generally through hard times. The generally accepted cure for these problems was, appropriately enough, to pray to St. Vitus and dance in front of his statue. But while bizarre, and probably the largest event of its kind, the Dancing Plague of 1522 was hardly unique. Some have speculated that the story of the Pied Piper of Hamelin is based on a similar event where the children all dance their way out of town. While Hamelin is reasonably close to Strasbourg in terms of geography and culture, these manias are not limited by those factors. For example, the 1962 Tanganyika laughter epidemic seemed remarkably similar in many ways. In newly independent Tanganyika, The children faced enormous social pressure to do well in school and to bring success to their country, now free of its colonial overlord. The children, some argue, couldn't cope with the pressure. So in 1962, two girls in a boarding school in Kashasha started laughing, and the laughter spread uncontrollably through the school, affecting 95 out of 159 students. The laughter went on for days. It's impossible to run a school under those conditions so it was closed for a few months. As the girls returned home, the epidemic seemed to spread. As many as 1,000 girls in 14 schools were affected by this weird malady. The laughter occurred off and on for about a year, and always among the children, since they were the ones who had developed fewer coping skills. However it's dealt with, stress is not unique to one culture. Some say these odd psychological events happen about once per week somewhere in the world. And how you deal with stress seems to be what's behind all of this. Sometimes you laugh, and sometimes, as Gene Kelly might have said, you've just got to (laughs) dance.